What's going on, America? This episode, I'm here to remind you that today, this month, September, is the last month for the quarter of our campaign for Congress to give the power back to the people. I need you to help stand with us in this battle. Please donate today by going to GrahamAllenSC.com. If you've already donated, thank you so much. But I need you to donate again. This battle does not end until we are in D.C. fighting every single day for you, the people. Go to GrahamAllenSC.com and donate today. feel so pumped up now that we've got like the the motivational southern gospel preacher <laughs> vibes god ordained america Thank god ordained america to be the shining light well what a oh, lot yeah. of people don't realize about that that particular thing is i like that one because everybody's like going crazy in the audience and stuff mm-hmm. dude i was losing my voice before i got on the stage yeah i was losing my voice and i'm like my voice is going to go out during this speech, it's gonna go out. So I was borderline high because I was I was popping cough drops like every three minutes, nice. like just I mean going through like a whole pack of halls and stuff. So I was borderline like not even a hundred percent there. And just at the very end, I sound so like Southern gospel, hellfire and brimstone because yeah. my voice was literally going out. I was like, well, if it's going to go out, I might as well just let it go out screaming. <laughs> yeah. And literally, I could not talk for two days. Well, after, they, they could tell. That. Like, whenever your voice, uh, not squeaked, but broke uh, those couple times, that, that's when they cheer because they're like, oh, man, he's feeling it now. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is, uh, yeah. And so uh, it's interesting how that stuff happens. All right. So yesterday, Joe Biden comes on TV a day late, by the way, Uh, you would think after ending uh, the uh, longest war in American history, like he likes to claim that uh, you would have done it the day of. But no, Joe Biden needed an extra day. And uh, it was supposed to be at one thirty. Then it went to two thirty. Then it went to three forty five. Then it went to be just be on standby and we'll get (laughs) we'll we'll let we'll let you know when he's when he's ready. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to break down this horrific, just clown that is Joe Biden. Uh, to be clear, a lot of people are asking me, why do you think all this stuff is happening? Why do you think all this stuff is going on? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, Joe Biden's the fall guy. Joe Biden's the fall guy. They are setting up Joe Biden to be uh, 25th Amendment. I mean, it's going, yep. it is going to happen because this Afghanistan thing is not going away and it will not go away because, um, well, we, the people, one, can't let it go away. Um, and I think that this is exactly what the Democrats wanted. From day one, oh, yeah. everyone knew that Joe Biden was a one term president. We said a one year president. Uh, and this falls in complete 
And again, I have to give the Democrats credit. Every time I think that I've got them figured out how dastardly they would go, they go and do, do something like again. this. Dang it, we need a dumb and dumb dumber. And, dumber. <laughs> and totally redeem, redeem yourself. Ah, uh, that was weird. We jinxed each other. The whole show is cursed now. We're going to die in a fiery blaze here, oh leaving leaving the office. My goodness. I had a weird dream last night. Yeah. Uh, you know, I figured before we get into just the complete and utter destruction of humanity, I figured I would let you into my dream. This is how <laughs> this is how with everything that's going on, where my mind goes at night now. I had a dream. You were there. It's like the Wizard of Oz. And you were there. And you were there. <laughs> Uh, but it was, it was Justin's turn to, and this is a dream by the way. So, <laughs> so, so it just media matters when you clip this, this is a dream, All right? Graham Allen says that mass population control is under, but it was Justin's term, turn, term. It was his turn to sacrifice himself nice. to, uh, to control the population. And, and in my dream, I'm like devastated by this. Like I'm so like upset and I'm like walking back and forth trying to figure out how to, how to like get him out of this and all this stuff. And he's like, just nonchalant about it. They're going to go and uh, like throw him in like a incinerator for like cremation or whatever. Yeah. It's his duty as a citizen. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like trying to, you know, and then, and then what was irritating me the most was how calm he was. He was like, yeah, man, you know, it's no big deal. I'll probably take an Uber, uh, there, Uber. you know, there's no point in taking a car. Cause then <laughs> who's going to drive it back. Right. right. <laughs> you know, and like he's being all nonchalant. Did, did you recently see Midsommar or something? No, no, I did not. <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie, oh, but, but, but that, that was my dream. That's crazy. And then I woke up this morning to Anna Grace screaming. And hollering that there's a wasp in the house. Oh my God. God forbid. So here I am having to get up in my boxers, search and destroy for a wasp in the house. Come De- depopulate the wasp. Come to find out it's a moth. And she woke the whole house up over a moth. But either way, uh, that was <laughs> that was my morning. Um Man. I want to get into our new title sponsor today. And before we hit the music, hit, hit the transition. Here we go. Title sponsor. All right. I want to tell you guys really quick. Uh, we are so thankful for GoodRanchers.com. All right. Yeah. We, we are so thankful for Good Ranchers. And, and I'm going to read the promo here. But I really want to tell you guys why you should support them. All right. When we decided to run for Congress, Facebook and everything tried to destroy us. They completely made it to where we could not monetize or make any money. Everybody that works here at Graham Island Media, which houses this podcast, their jobs and everybody was in jeopardy. So in comes Good Ranchers. These people, this company are patriots. That is who they are. They not only represent the best meats that you can possibly get from steak, chicken, everything you can imagine, okay? They are the best of the best of the best because they jumped in to be patriots, to be the title sponsor for this show when they don't have to be. So just like Mike Lindell, we need to support people like that. We need you to step in right now and support Good ranchers. So now I'm going to read the ad, and I'm going to tell you why you should do this. So here we go. 
All right. When is the last time that you think you had American meat? Chances are it's been way too long. Did you know that over 80% of the grass-fed beef sold in the U.S. is imported from overseas? That's right. You're eating China meat. My friends at Good Ranchers have traveled the country on a mission to help American families. How? By working together with local farms and ranchers and shipping straight to your door. Most people have no idea that thousands of ranches have closed over the past several years due to this mass importation of meat. (sighs) They save your family money. They're the cheapest place on the market. Uh, If you're watching on Rumble.com, you can see right now when you click on the prices of these things, they're slashed in half. All right. GoodRanchers.com delivers uh, American craft beef and better than organic chicken. They have T-bones, fillets, strips, gourmet burgers, and more. And at half the price of online competitors, you get the steakhouse quality you deserve at a price every family can afford. So here's what we need you to do. All right. This isn't just an ad. This is a group of people who is one, they're doing the right thing through patriotic and patriotism. They are helping American farmers. And three, they have stepped in to fund this show when Facebook tried to shut us down. So now it's time to go and support them. So go to goodranchers.com slash Graham right now. To buy now or subscribe today and save 20% on each box of mouth-watering meats. If you subscribe for a subscription, you get 20% off. They're already eight cut-in-half prices. Subscribing brings the cost down to less than $5 a meal. Plus, right now, get an additional $20 off and free express shipping Shipping if you go to goodrangers.com slash gram or use code gram at checkout. That's $20 off and free express shipping at goodrangers.com slash gram. Know where your meat comes from. Go to goodrangers.com and support the company that supports us now. That might be the most personal ad we've ever done. Yeah. Uh, that, I'm really hungry now. Too. Well, well, yes. Yes, I'm really <laughs> hungry. Uh, okay. Uh, go to Good Ranchers. Go support those guys. Uh, they are truly God-fearing, America-loving patriots, so go support them. All right, let's get into this thing here. All right, Biden uh, gave, he comes out like, you know, 47 hours late, uh, at least a day late. Yeah. And he gives... He gives a speech that that I really want to put it in context here. It was tyrannical sounding. He was manic, okay? He was angry. He was aggressive. He was, um, you know, he... It, it, it This whole thing has never been a... And, and, and the whole purpose of this show is to dissect this speech and what's really going on and what I think the next steps are going to be. Right, we already called it that the way they were going to try to spin this thing is, you know, Raggedy Ann and all these people were going to try to spin it and talk about the mass evacuation mm-hmm. and how it was this amazing, never before done, only King Biden could have accomplished such a thing. That was going to be the spin, or as Dan Bongino Gino calls it, the 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 switcheroo or the dippity do or whatever he calls it, yeah. right? And they did, they did exactly that. Um, Biden comes out angry, 
and he literally says that the mass evacuation of Afghanistan is a success. Play clip. Right, here we go. No nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. See? The only the United States had the capacity and the will and the ability to do it, and we did it today. Billy Babidi. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravely, and selfless bravely. courage of the United States. Of me. No nation. Oh, that's all it no is. No nation yeah, that's has it. ever done anything. Jeez. All right. Okay. So extreme success, extremely successful. This is the equivalent, and I'm taking this straight from Dan Crenshaw on their speech that they gave, and I'll get into that in a minute. This is the equivalent of an arsonist claiming that they put out the fire <laughs> really well <laughs> that they that they in fact started the fire yeah okay so uh, people people need to remember that they need to remember that joe biden caused this issue because this is what they do they they, they try to spin it around and make it seem like oh well we knew the entire time that uh you know it was all going to collapse and we knew the entire time that we were going to have to do this, you know, this major, major thing uh, to to get everybody out. And you know, it was it was it was the generals. The generals are the ones that told me to 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 let go of Bagram Air Base. Uh, it was, um, you know, actually all of this was was uh, Trump's fault. By the way, uh, hang on, anybody but me. Yeah, anybody, anybody but me. me. The buck stops with me. Oh, but <laughs> um. So let's see. Let's see here. Um, there are, is another clip of something that I want to talk about here. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. There was a point. Uh, no, not this one. Go to the Biden blames America. Uh, right there. You see it? Yep. Okay. So there was a point as crazy as this sounds. We went from, <laughs> we went from no man left behind to it's your fault. Joe Biden, in this speech, tells Americans that it is their fault that they are stranded in the Taliban and ISIS-controlled Afghanistan. So to put it in full context before we play this clip, this is not made up. This is not altered in any way. Biden withdraws the military, lets go of a secure air base outside of the city, uh, all of these people get trapped and stranded. And now in this speech that is like supposed to be this, I don't know. I don't know if they thought this speech was going to be like almost like a victory lap. Like they're running victory laps right now. Oh, this is such a huge success. We did it, guys. We did it. Oh, but the Americans that are still stranded is your fault. Play the clip. I made a decision to end this war. As part of that decision... We set the date of August 31st for American troops to withdraw. The assumption was that more than 300,000 Afghan national security forces we go. that we had Blame trained on the over Afghans. the past two decades and equipped would be a strong adversary in their civil wars with the Taliban. Taliban. That Taliban. That the Afghan government would be able to hold on for a period of time beyond military drawdown turned out not to be accurate. Mm. Whose fault but is that? I still instructed our national security team to prepare for every eventuality, even that one. And that's what we did. So we were ready. 
when the Afghan security forces were after ready? two decades of fighting for their country and losing thousands of their own did not hold on as long as anyone expected. We were ready when they and the people of Afghanistan watched their own government collapse. Uh, that's the wrong clip. That's the wrong clip. Uh, that, that's the, hold on, let's go back. That's the... Uh, it said Biden blames Americans. Oh, uh, well, I guess I put the wrong clip in there. Well, okay, all right. No, 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 no. Here, here's the right clip. That's my bad. I put the wrong, uh, the wrong one in the notes. He, okay, so here is Biden blaming Americans that it's their own fault they didn't get out, and him also saying that all of this catastrophe is exactly what they had prepared for. That's mm-hmm. the craziest part. All right, play the clip. ...extract American citizens before August 31st, as well as embassy personnel, allies and partners, and those Afghans who had worked with us and fought alongside of us for 20 years. I had authorized 6,000 troops, American troops, to Kabul. Pulled out 25 as General McKenzie said, "Listen to this crap. This is the way the mission was designed. Oh my God! It was designed to operate under severe stress and attack, mm. and that's what it did. That's what it did. Since March, listen, we reached out 19 times to Americans in Afghanistan with multiple warnings and offers to help them leave Afghanistan, all the way back as far as March." After we started the evacuation 17 days ago, we did initial outreach and analysis and identified around 5,000 Americans who had decided earlier to stay in Afghanistan, but now wanted to leave. Stop it right there. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So they reached out back in March before they decided to evacuate retreat all the military without getting people out yeah did they say to the people hey if you don't get on a plane now we are going to leave you stranded there right okay and then he says that they reached out again when they made this debacle and it's amazing how all of a sudden when taliban took over the whole country now all of a sudden everybody wants to leave Mm -hmm. this man Address the nation. This president addressed the nation. And in layman's terms said, if you're an American stranded in Afghanistan right now, it's your fault that you are an American stranded in Afghanistan right now. Do you have any idea what would have happened to say, I don't know, just name a random president just right off the top of my head. Uh, Donald Trump, <laughs> for example, yeah. if uh, if if he had said such a thing, um, I when I heard that, it hit me in such a wave of anger. Mm-hmm. Where is the accountability for all the promises that Biden? He's saying that he kept his promise. But but I want to do this really quick. I want to play something from previously that he said um, in an interview about Americans being uh, where you know trapped, and then I want to go to what he said just yesterday. Okay, so this is a ABC News exclusive interview with Joe Biden, and this is this is uh, two days 
after Afghanistan fell and you saw all the videos of the people on the plane and people falling from the plane and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is an inter- <clears throat> this is an interview he had, and I want you to listen to everything he says, and then we're going to play you a, qu- a clip from just yesterday. Play it. By August 31st. Even if Americans and our Afghan allies are still trying to get out, they're going to leave? We're going to do everything in our power to get all Americans out and our allies out. Okay. Does that mean troops will stay beyond August 31st if necessary? It depends on where we are and whether we can get ramp these numbers up to five to 7,000 a day coming out. If that's the case, they'll all be out. But they weren't. Like 10 to 15,000 Americans in the country right now, right? And are you committed to making sure that the troops stay until every American who wants to be out is out? Yes. Yes. Okay. How about our Afghan allies? We have about. Best parts at the end. Well, that's not the estimate. Is that too high? That's too high. The estimate we're giving is somewhere between 50 and 65,000 folks total, counting their families. Does the commitment hold for them as well? The commitment holds to get everyone out that, in fact, we can get out and everyone should come out. And that's the objective. That's what we're doing now. That's the path we're on. And I think we'll get there. So Americans should understand that troops might have to be there beyond August 31st. No, Americans should understand that we're going to try to get it done before August 31st. But if we don't, here we go. If we don't, we'll determine at the time who's left. And? And if there are American forces, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. Boom. All right. If there are American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. Click on the Biden ninety percent clip. This is just said yesterday. I mean, that was that's pretty cut and dry to me, you know. All right. And this is what this is what this moron said just yesterday. Who <laughs> wanted to leave? Were bottom line, ninety percent of Americans in Afghanistan. Who wanted to leave were able to leave. Oh my God! Stop it. Play it one more time. <laughs> Play it one more time. Bottom line: ninety percent of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. All right, cut. All right, can you go back to that clip we just watched the exclusive one more time, and you can skip it all the way to like the last five seconds. Mm-hmm. There, are just just for reference for everybody for reference. I, I want to put this for reference here. Okay, click on it, and we got to get to the very end of it, uh, and then just, just, just so, just so everybody knows. Ninety percent of America. Oh God, we're playing. Oh, we're we're playing multiples. Hold on, let me pause that one. <laughs> all right, here we go. All right, yeah, all right, here we go. Right there. We'll determine at the time who's left. And. And if there are American force, if there's American citizens left, we're going to stay till we get them all out. All right, pause that one. <laughs> okay, when was that? That was like uh, it was uh, posted August thirtieth. It says but yeah, that but that a, but that's an old thing. So that yeah. was two days after it happened. Now play again what he just said yesterday. If 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 there's American citizens there, we're gonna stay. Mm-hmm. Bottom line: ninety percent of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. Stop. That's a lie. How can you deem this extremely successful? Can we go back to our first clip? So, so get out of all this. Go to the very first clip. Put play what he says one more time. The very first clip. Sorry, this is the first time I've done it in a while, so it's taking me a second. <laughs> no nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. 
that only the United States had the capacity and the will and ability to do it, and we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill. All right, pause bravely. it. <clears throat> the incredible success of this mission. Okay, Jake, I'm working you to death, but one more time, can you go back to the 90% clip? Mm-hmm. The extraordinary the extraordinary success of this mission. And he also said this. I'm lying. 90% of Americans in Afghanistan who wanted to leave were able to leave. All right, stop. I won't make you play it again. <laughs> 90% of Americans. So we have a president who left 10%. So one out of every 10 Americans that wanted to leave is still in Afghanistan. We have literally sent the most elite forces ever to retrieve one person. Yeah. Before. And, and I love how Blinken and Austin and Millie and all these people are saying, yeah, you know, it's in the, it's in the low to mid-range hundreds. What? <laughs> what? All right. The, the irreparable damage of this yeah. is so disastrous that there is no way. I don't, I don't know if America will ever regain the trust because because up until this point there was always this understood unspoken rule as an american that if you are an american and are and you are in harm's way behind enemy lines that americans will move mountains to go get you now we have video proof evidence of a president blatantly lying that they will that if you're an American citizen left and you want out, we will get you out. To now saying 90% of people that wanted to get out will get out. Now, Jen Psaki and all of them will come to his defense and say, well, to be clear, uh, the president wasn't talking about getting them out before the August 31st deadline because that's what they do. They saved this guy. Mm-hmm. But but I wonder what other countries are saying about Biden here. Let's listen to the UK news on this. I think this is Nigel Farage. Yeah. So so yeah. so so let's see what they have to say about this. Oh no. We're not gonna play the whole thing. It's super long, but you know, w- w- I just want to hear just a little bit like what they're saying. It's almost difficult to make up where we are right now. If we go back to the nineteen eighties when the Soviet Union invaded Afghanistan, the opposition to them was the Mujahideen. And guess who funded? Guess who backed the Mujahideen? Well, it was the West, predominantly the United States of America, on the basis that my enemy's enemy is my friend. But, of course, the Mujahideen morphed into the Taliban. They took over Afghanistan. Uh, They allowed it to be a place where people like Osama bin Laden could act, plot and plan with impunity. They imposed upon their own population a pretty brutal regime. Wow. And we have been either directly at war or indirectly at war with the Taliban for the last 20 years. Us joining America very shortly after they went into into Afghanistan in October 2001. For the last few years, the fighting, the hand-to-hand fighting on the ground fighting has been done by the Afghan army. But be in no doubt, 
the Americans, the Royal Air Force and others have been providing a lot of military support. They've been the enemy, a terrorist organisation, an extreme Islamist He sounds irritated to me. One who are deeply intolerant of all minorities and basically don't want women to live anything even approaching a normal yeah. life as we would see it wow. in Western society. But now, after 20 years, Here we go. the last American soldier has left. Those planes left Afghanistan last night. Uh, and this picture, sort of slightly haunting picture, this is the last American troop boarding and heading off back to the USA. We've gone. Not just our ground forces, but for now, our air support, everything has gone. The Taliban are in charge. There is an opposition movement there within the country, but if we're being honest about it, it's only confined to a small geographical area, and for the moment, without considerable arms and support. Frankly, there isn't much we can do. And yet something very odd has happened. Here we go. Because <clears throat> when we saw the horrible suicide bomb take place just outside the gates of Kabul airport, it was conducted by an ISIS organisation. And it was the first time I saw the Taliban effectively helping American and British troops. And I thought, this is odd. Suddenly, are the Taliban becoming our ally? And I've heard Boris Johnson in the last 24 hours saying that provided the Taliban behave, allow the rest of our people out, the rest of our interpreters out, whatever British people are still there, provided they give safe passage and provided they don't return to some form of barbarism, well, uh, perhaps in these circumstances we can recognise them. Jake Sullivan, the American boss of national security today, said much the same thing. It's as if the group of people we've been at war with for 20 years are now effectively becoming a form of ally against ISIS and other groups... All right, stop it. ...who perhaps... <clears throat> So it appears that it's not just us that's seeing this craziness unfold. We literally had, like he said, Jake Sullivan just the other day came out and said, yeah, you know, if, if the Taliban continued to be civil people, you know, we wouldn't be against giving foreign aid hmm. to the Taliban. 20 years. Uh, I also love the little thing at the beginning that Nigel said where, uh, you know, <laughs> The creation of the Taliban is basically America's fault. Yeah. 100%. Here's our, our biggest ally is Britain. They're our greatest ally. They've already held in contempt Joe Biden. And now we're having active news reporting from the UK basically saying what in the world is going on? And here's my biggest question is why are we getting more honest things from UK news? Then I'm going to have to start watching the UK news. Yeah. And, and Nigel Farage, he is kind of a radical in their opinion, in their opinion. In their yes. Opinion, yeah. I've met Nigel. Um, me and oh, him. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've met cool. Nigel. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we've had <clears throat> conversations before, um, he is, uh, <clears throat> he was one of the biggest proponents for getting Boris Johnson in like mm -hmm. this whole, uh, what was it? Uh, Brexit. Yeah. You know, the Brexit yeah, exactly. movement, like Nigel Farage was like the, the Charlie Kirk of that mm -hmm. kind of thing. 
Um, and he's sitting back going, what in the world? What? What? What do you what what do you mean <laughs> that we're going to start considering the Taliban a legitimate entity? Mm-hmm. No, they're terrorists. The Taliban is terrorist. You can't say, well, technically ISIS are terrorists. No, 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 no. The Taliban are terrorists. Right. They are terrorists. They go around, you know, rounding up young 11, 12-year-old girls and marrying them, forcing them to marry them. But we can get past that if, you know, they they help our people get out. Yeah. So let's talk about what Republicans are doing. It's very little, but 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 we're going to talk about it. And, and, and I would be remiss if I didn't say that. Uh, <clears throat> so yesterday afternoon, this took place. But two days ago. I put out a tweet that goes viral, and I say that every elected Republican should be back in D.C. on the steps of the Capitol demanding Pelosi bring Congress to session to get our people home. Do something. Well, yesterday, about 30, not all of them, about 30 Republicans did just that. So I have to sit there and go, you know, hey, maybe maybe we influenced that a little bit. Who knows? Um, they went on the floor and they did this. Uh, they, they requested multiple things. They requ- they demanded, which of course they got shot down. Absolutely. Cause Pelosi didn't even acknowledge it. In fact, I'm even reading reports that, uh, Nancy Pelosi shut down, um, the reading of the 13 names. Yeah. Which is absolutely just What? <laughs> like what are you talking about? So basically, they they went in to demand a couple things. One, they demanded a uh, a plan of how we're going to get our people and our allies home. Two, they demanded a plan of how we're going to destroy the eighty five billion dollars worth of equipment and medical or excuse me military gear that we left, and then B or then C. Uh, demanding that we do not acknowledge the Taliban as a legitimate entity. Mm-hmm. All got shot down. Then the House Freedom Caucus jumps in. And again, you know, I have to I have to just point out a subtle, subtle thing. On August 15th, I tweeted out, impeach Biden, impeach Harris, expel Pelosi, save America. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, the House Freedom Caucus comes out and uh, Lauren, Lauren Boebert is the speaker for this. And they say this, that they have a plan, a legislation to impeach both Biden and Harris and Nancy Pelosi. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, at, at what point do I get some kind of credit <laughs> for, for 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 I mean I realize I'm not a congressman yet so like I can't do this stuff and so bravo for them for trying but but at what point yeah yeah, yeah play it play it how long is it uh oh no 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 yeah, we're yeah. not playing that <laughs> um <laughs> you can go find it online uh, yeah you can go find it online but the point is so so that's where we are it's it's a bunch of inaction and a bunch of things like this Andy Biggs I mean they're doing the right things for showing it's like I talked about just yet uh, on the last episode at least Andy Biggs Lauren Boebert the Freedom Caucus uh Kevin McCarthy uh there's a handful. There, there's a handful at least showing America, hey, we're here mm-hmm. to this. So bravo to you for doing that. But 
it, it seems rather pointless in the end. And, 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 and I'm getting to the bigger plan here. Oh, also, here is an interesting story. Go to the, uh, this is Jen Psaki now. We've got two uh, major clips from Jen Psaki. That's, that's so, yeah, so there is this story that I was unaware of that it broke yesterday that I didn't know that back in the day in 2008, Biden, then Senator Biden, John Kerry, and I want to say there was another one, but either way, they were in Afghanistan in 2008, and they were forced to, because of a storm, like land their helicopter they were in on top of this mountain. And apparently there was an Afghan interpreter who drove up to the top of this mountain to go get them and save them because they were stranded up there. That is going by Muhammad. He's not expressing his real name because he's now actively hiding from the Taliban. Okay, by the way, we're considering acknowledging the Taliban as a legitimate entity and potential foreign aid. While this interpreter that saved Joe Biden's life is now calling on Joe Biden to come and save his. It's crazy. Let's hear what Jen Psaki has to say about it. Interpreter who helped uh, rescue then Senator Joe Biden when he was stranded 13 years ago in Afghanistan is now in hiding. He told the Wall Street Journal, Journal, Hello, Mr. President, save me and my family, don't forget me. What's your response to him and why is he and other Afghan allies like him still in the country if the president believes, as he said today, that the mission was an extraordinary success? Well, I would say first, our message to him is thank you for fighting by our side for the last 20 years. Thank you for the role you played in oh uh, helping a, a number of my favorite people out of a snowstorm oh um, and God. for all of the work you did. And our commitment is enduring, not just to American citizens, but to our Afghan partners who have fought by our side. And our efforts and our focus right now is, as you heard General McKenzie say and others say over the last 24 hours, is to the diplomatic phase. We will get you out. We will honor your service. And we're committed to doing exactly that. Stop it. How? How are you going to do that? This guy's hiding from the Taliban. If the Taliban find him, they are. we know for a fact that right now they are cutting out interpreters' tongues. They are raping and murdering women and children. How are you going to do that? We have withdrawn everyone. We are not there. Okay? We are not there. This is political dodging at its best. And Jen Psaki, Raggedy Ann, as much as I can't stand her, by the way, if you're wanting to see these clips, you need to go to rumble.com slash Graham Allen to see it. As much as I can't stand her, man, she's good at what she does. She can dodge a question like nobody's business. Mm -hmm. That's not what we asked you, chick. What are you going to do to go get this interpreter out that didn't have to drive up to the top of this perilous mountain to go save then-Senator Joe Biden? Yeah. What are you going to what what are we going to do? The answer is we are not going to do anything. This president knows that these people and the Americans that are left are going to die. That is the truth. They're going to die. And he knows it. Jinsaki knows it. General Milley knows it. Secretary Austin knows it. Freaking Blinken knows it. They all know it. Ladies and gentlemen, they have made active decisions 
and have decided that American casualties and American ally casualties are okay. Yeah, that, that just made me think of something real quick. My, my buddy uh, down in New Orleans actually saved a, an older woman's life who was stuck in the floodwaters. And it just made me think, like, if, if you saw a, a ship going down, right, and you had an ability to go save those people and you left a couple of them, you're like, well, this mission is over, you know. And, and you just – can you imagine the weight you'd have to deal with if you let another person die when you could have saved them, you know. And this could be thousands of American lives. It's I just don't understand. Uh, I, I don't either. Here, I'm going to send you this really quick, Jake. Let's see how quickly I can send this to you in a note. I, I, I because this this directly goes with my next point here. So I said we're on the Jinsaki tour. So uh, there's been a lot of controversy about Biden looking at his watch. Mm-hmm. Biden looking at his watch. So this is a dad who attended. Uh, his son being brought off the airplane Mm -hmm. and then decided not to meet with Biden after. And how long is this clip? It was a minute and 17. We're going to listen to every single second of this. Listen here. We... We said absolutely not. We didn't want to... We didn't want to deal with him. We didn't want to... We didn't want him anywhere near us. Um... We as a family decided that that was the way it was going to be. Um, in reference to the checking of his watch, that didn't happen just once. That happened on every single one that came out of that airplane. It happened on every single one of them. They would release the salute and he looked down at his watch on every last one, all 13. He looked down at his watch. And as a father, you know, seeing that and the disrespect and hearing from his former uh, leaders, one of his master sergeants said exactly what you just said, that this was avoidable, that they left them over there. They had them over there and let them down and that that we can't have that we it it can't happen ever again all right so there you heard it from an eyewitness account so so i said in a tweet i said that the reason because they the the white house decided that there would be no press for the meetings and everything with the families mm-hmm and everybody's like, oh, that's the respectful thing to do. And I simply said, uh, no, President Trump had a lot of meetings with a lot of people whose children lost their lives uh, in, in gang violence and all this other kind of stuff. No, they, they chose not to have the press there because they knew mm-hmm. it was going to be ugly. They knew it was going to be ugly. They knew that these families know that Joe Biden killed their children their spouse their girlfriend their boyfriend they know what happened so there's no way that they were going to let that happen because now here's what you have you have uh the fact checkers that are going to come defend joe biden which i've already seen this thing they're like well you know uh joe biden uh freaking uh 
wears a rosary on his left wrist, and so he was actually praying yeah, during these things. That's a good one. And 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 so you have their perception of what happened, and now you have the family's speaking out perception of what happened. But no news coverage was there, so you can't prove any of it, right? So it's the family's word against their word. So let's listen to what Jen Psaki has to say about the watches first, and then I want to get into what the families have to say. Is this the Blames American? Oh, no, no, not that one. Nope. The one before. Uh, scroll, nope, nope. Scroll all the way down. All the way down. All the way down. That uh, one. There it is. All right, cool. Listen to this chick. Godless ginger. Gold Star families have criticized the president's president looking at his watch and does he have a message to those people uh, who felt that they were offended? Well, I would say his message to all of the family members who were there, those who were not uh, even in attendance, is uh, that he is uh, grateful to their uh, sons and daughters, the sacrifice uh, they made to the country, that he knows uh, firsthand what it's like to lose a child and the fact that no one can tell you uh, anything or say anything or there's no words that right. are going to pause it really quick. Pause it really quick because I'm tired of hearing this. Okay, I, I'm not talking bad about Bo Biden. All right, Bo Biden. No, no parent should have to bury their kid. Okay, I'm not not downgrading that. What I'm getting sick and tired of is the media, the White House, and Joe Biden himself acting as though he is a gold star family member. Okay, Bo Biden was a JAG officer who, once he returned from Iraq, was diagnosed with an aggressive form of brain cancer, and he died of brain cancer. Horrifically tragic. Yes. I'm not saying it, and it is not. But it is not the same thing. Okay? So, while we let the rest of this go, I, just, I have to point that out. Joe Biden and Jill Biden are not a gold star family. Stop pretending like you know what it is like to lose a family member overseas in a war, and especially a situation like these family members are, that was completely avoidable and completely pointless. Continue. No one can tell you uh, anything or say anything, or there's no words that are going to fill that hole that is left by that. Uh, he's not going to speak to, and I'm not going to speak to the private conversations. Of course, they no, of have course the right, you're not. Uh, to convey whatever they would like. But Stop right there. Here we go. Did you hear what she just said? Of course, they have the right to convey whatever they would like. Well, that is interesting wow. because I have mm -hmm. a thing from Shauna Chappelle. Okay, and I'm going to read this whole thing for you. This is the mother of one of the fallen that lost their lives, one of the 13. And she was banned from Facebook and Instagram over this post. So I'm going to read it to you. I, I, you know, I'm going to try to do my best. Here we go. President Joe Biden, this message is for you. I know my face is etched into your brain. I was able to look straight in, the, in, in your eyes yesterday and have words with you. After I lay my son to rest, you will be seeing me again. 
Remember, I am the one who stood five inches from your face and was letting you know I would never get to hug my son again, hear his laugh, and then you tried to interrupt me and give me your own sob story, and I had to tell you that this isn't about you, so don't make it about you. You then said you just wanted me to know that you know how I feel, and I let you know that you do not know how I feel, and you do not have the right to tell me you know how I feel. You then rolled your effing eyes in your head like you were annoyed with me, and I let you know that the only reason I was talking to you was out of respect for my son, and that was the only reason why. I then proceeded to tell you again how you took my son away from me and how I will never get to hug him, kiss him, laugh, and laugh with him again, etc., You turned to walk away and I let you know my son's blood was on your hands and you threw your hands up behind you as you walked away from me like you were saying, okay, whatever. Then she goes on to say, you are not the president of the United States of America, Biden. Cheating isn't winning. You are no leader of any kind. You are a weak human being and a traitor. You turned your back on my son and on all our heroes. You are leaving the White House one way or another because you do not belong there. My son's blood is on your hands. All 13 of them, their blood is on your hands. If my President Trump was in his rightful seat, then my son and the other heroes would still be alive. I agree with that statement 100%, by the way. You will be seeing me again very soon. By the way, as my son and the rest of our fallen heroes were being taken off the plane yesterday, I watched you disrespect us all five different times by checking your watch. What in the world was so important that you had to keep looking at your watch? You are nobody special, Biden. America hates you. Jen Psaki says they have the right to express whatever they want to express, but they don't. This this woman, this mother, was taken off of Facebook and Instagram immediately off of that. Now Instagram has come out and said it was an accident. They're sorry. Well, they'll probably use that <clears throat> one line where where she says, "You'll be seeing me again." They're like, "Oh, what does that mean? You're gonna you're gonna try and kill him?" No, it means she's probably gonna rally against him right. in every single way possible, as she should, because he Absolutely. is a traitor. He is an enemy. To America. I keep tweeting out the same tweet. Dan Bongino every day tweets out the same tweet. Today is so-and-so and so-and-so, and and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. I do a very similar thing. I say today is so-and-so and and -and so-and-so. The Biden-Harris administration is a danger to America. Mm -hmm. Yes, the administration specifically. Joe Biden's administration is a danger to America because everything that they do weakens america our allies are questioning us they're actively talking about us joe biden is actively talking about them saying that he will not forget what is happening what is going on something interesting is happening on facebook by the way too so you tell me what's conspiracy and what's not normally everything that we post on the dear america with graham allen website which is our, our our Facebook page, which is solely responsible for posting articles to GrahamAllen.com. Everything we post about Joe, Joe Biden before the Afghanistan disaster was throttled. Like Facebook wouldn't let it go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anything we said about Joe Biden in a negative aspect was throttled. Every single thing about Afghanistan is taking off like wildfire. Why? You really have to start to ask yourself why. The answer is 
this is their way to get rid of Biden. Why is Nancy Pelosi silent? Why has she disappeared? Why <clears throat> Why do Bernie Sanders, uh, Schumer, AOC, why have they completely like just not even acknowledged what's going on in Afghanistan? Except for Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar is pretty much like, well, you know, uh, we really have to worry about the refugees. Yeah. God, she's such a terrible person. Anyway, the reason why is because this is what's going to take Biden down, and they know it. So they're letting it fester. They're letting it bleed. They're letting it get infected to where they're going to have to amputate, and they know it. They knew before he was elected. That is the plan. And the worst part about it is I believe that they allowed what has happened to happen mm -hmm. because American casualties – American ally casualties are less important than the ultimate goal, which is control. They want Biden out just as bad as we do because they know what's coming behind him right. is even worse but better for their radical agendas. Well, I mean, look at COVID and how they, they obviously don't care about our health and our well-being, nope. you know, so. I would not surprising. be surprised if... When Congress comes back to session, I believe it's like either the 20th or the 23rd of September. Um, you're going to start hearing 25th Amendment. You will. Yeah. You're going to start hearing it, which, which to be blunt, a lot of people are like, well, Graham, what do you really want to accomplish by impeaching Biden and all that stuff? You're right. There, there is no good thing. I'm simply telling you what I believe the plan to be. Okay, the person you heard yesterday give a speech to America sounded like a grandfather who's angry and hates children. He was manic. He was angry. He was aggressive, but he wasn't manic or angry or aggressive towards a foreign enemy. Hmm. He was yelling and aggressive and angry towards Americans. That's the thing that you need to take away the most. Biden considers he does. Biden and his entire administration consider Americans who question him the enemy. You are the problem. And you must be dealt with in an aggressive form, and aggressive fashion. That's what tyrants do. Yeah. That's what dictators do. So what's going to happen in the next, <clears throat> next couple weeks? Uh, more and more and more info is going to come out as to how badly Biden botched this Afghanistan thing. That mm -hmm. will happen. Two, at some point, Kamala Harris is going to open her mouth. And it's basically going to come to some kind of thing where, you know, at the end of the day, it was President Biden's decision. And even though she is the vice president, she's still a woman of a woman. color. Yeah. Uh, and so, therefore, she was left out of the main decision. She would have done it differently. Everything differently. And then the second she does that, you're going to see Pelosi, AOC, Rashid Tlaib, Schumer, Bernie Sanders, uh, Swalwell, all these people start to swarm around the fact of uh, Biden did actually butcher this thing. And the fact that he held down Kamala Harris is proof, case in point, 
of uh, sexist and misogynistic things within the White House um, and that we actually do have a competent leader that is the vice president. And you're going to start to see 25th Amendment. And what's going to happen is the only person that can invoke it is the vice president. Convenient. That is the plan. And that is what's going to happen. And get ready, people, because it's only going to get worse. Uh, This is only going to stop again. I say this over and over and over and over and over again. It's only going to stop when Americans are willing to stand up for what we know is right. And we're there. Thank you to our good friends at GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Go there right now. Support companies that support us. Thank you guys so much for listening. Tell a friend. Leave us five stars. And we'll see you again next time. See you.